Drop. Yo, what up? Uh, this is JMR Russell Boys on the on the streets. Uh, we're uh, we're waiting to go into uh, Takeover NXT Portland. Um, the Moda Center's tight. Shout out Trailblazers. I don't watch basketball that much. Say hi, Zach. Oh hey. Um, I don't know what we're doing. We're just waiting for we're waiting for my my pal to go to the bathroom. Yeah, we already finished in there. And it was nice. Joe Dirt's nice. here. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Isn't that a nice scarf? That's wild. Um yeah. Uh I'm very pumped to see how this all turns out. And uh we will we will definitely be hitting you up later if we even use this. Fuck off. Say hi, Mira. Hi. Who is it? You're on the podcast. Oh sweet. Hi podcast. Alright. See ya. You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of Jimmy Wine Wrestle Boys? Hello. This is Isai of Jenny Wine Wrestle Boys. I'm here with Jenna. Hello. Frequent guest, friend of the show, friend of life, girlfriend. We are here in our hotel room after the big, big NXT TakeOver Portland. And so we just wanted to get some live reactions and kind of what we thought of the show, because I know everybody else is doing them. Matt and uh, Katie are going to have something. I think Zach and Oster are going to have something with everybody there with. So what are your reactions to this show? I thought it was a great event, just on the surface. What do you think? Yeah, I thought it was a great show. I thought, um, I thought the show made certain people who – Maybe didn't look like stars already. Definitely like push them to superstardom. Um, yeah, but I think overall it was just like a solid wrestling show. It was really entertaining. Out of wrestling shows that you've been to live and you've been to a few, and we've been to some pretty big events together. We're at Takeover of Chicago. Um, we've been to All In, uh, Double or Nothing. We've been to quite a few together. Um, where does this rank on the list? You know, I I want to say number two. I think All In will always be my favorite just because that show was so much fun. We had a bunch of awesome people with us, and that was just like a show for the fans. Um, I think that's the most fun I've had a wrestling show, but I, I would I would put this at number two for sure. Yeah, this one would definitely be up there. I could probably be, like, I think I have, like, three now that are tied, which would be the PWG Bola that Brady and I went to, All In, and now this one yeah. bumps out the other one. Um one thing that I've realized is that if we go to an NXT show, um, DIY is going to turn on each other. Yeah. Because we were at the TakeOver Chicago show <laughs> where Champa turned on Gargano, and lo and behold, that's uh, the opposite happened this time at TakeOver Portland where Johnny Gargano turned on Tommaso Ciampa. Um, just kind of thoughts on each match. We'll go the opening match was Keith Lee versus Donovan Dijakovic. For the NXT North American title, I thought it was fucking phenomenal. It was a high spot fest that two big boys that shouldn't be able to move the way they did fucking move that way. What, do you, what were your thoughts on that match? Yeah, I mean, this was honestly probably my favorite match of the show. It was my match of the night. Um, it's funny because, like, when they were coming out, like, everyone was losing their mind over Keith Lee. And then Dominic Dijakovic came out. And uh, Walter was next to us. He's like, I just, no one reacts. And I'm like, well, they haven't given us a reason to care for him. Bring on this match. By the end of it, you're like, holy fuck, this guy's amazing. You know, like, this this match was created to make uh, Dominic Dijakovic look like a star. Because Keith Lee's already a star. Um, but Dijakovic was doing all of his flippy fucking spots. And it just looked incredible. Yeah, and I like the ending of it where Dijakovic was going for the feast your eyes. His back buckled, which let... Uh, Keith Lee hit his fucking, like, uh, I don't know, his fireman's carry um, fucking jackhammer or whatever. I don't know what he calls it. Yeah. Um, for the win. Uh, afterwards, no turn. They they just got the standing ovation for a fucking phenomenal match that I think it's going to be scratching the five-star mark because it was just great. It opened the show so hot. That crowd was so hot. And also, they hated Sam Roberts so much on the pre-show. <laughs> and it was the best. And also, Mansoor did a great job. Mansoor had a lot of personality. Like, he genuinely seems like a fan of the product. So, like, I I really enjoyed listening to the pre-show. Like, it's rare I say that. But, like, I enjoyed hearing what he had to say. Because it actually seemed like he was in tune with the product and, like, what people say on social media. And he seemed really excited about it. 
and having kind of that inside into the PC is always really cool. Um, next match I thought was that perfect uh, match to go after, which was Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox in a uh, street fight or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, Dakota Kai won after the newly christened Raquel Gonzalez, formerly known as Reina Gonzalez, interferes and murdered Tegan by not putting her through the table, but putting her just to the table. Um, great match. It was a hardcore match. So instead of having to go against the million moves, they just went and just fought like ECW style fucking fight. It was just reckless and <laughs> fucked up sometimes. And I think that's what made it a great match. And th- there seemed like a lot of disdain. And the fact that Tegan didn't go for the win, which is kind of every baby faces downfall in these matches where they want to inflict more pain. Um, it was kind of telling and it was nice because now we can get some tag matches with fucking Candice in there. Jenna, thoughts on that match? Um, I thought it was a really fun match. I haven't seen their first match from a few weeks ago on NXT that like a lot of people really liked. So I don't have a ton to compare it to. Um, the only thing I wasn't a huge fan of in this match, like obviously besides the Reina Gonzalez finish, because it like she has absolutely no place in the storyline. Like I said to me, it would make sense if like Candace came out there and turned on her because there's history with those three. But um, just that spot where like Tegan, like after she did like the choke slam from the turnbuckle, where like she's like sitting there like, oh, like what have I done? Like you know, and then like immediately like she goes and sets up that table spot and everything. It just didn't seem believable to me. And I feel like that was, like, the spot of the match. I was kind of like, eh. But besides that, I really liked it. Was it that Tegan doesn't feel like a believable, like, like she's, like, believably that aggressive? Yeah, that might be it. Because I don't know. Because we've pretty much just seen her get beat up. So I don't know. I, th- I, I just think, to me, it was just, like, with how much she's been beat up, it's like, wouldn't you, like, want to beat the shit out of her instead of, like, sitting there being like, oh, what am I doing to, like, an old friend, you know? Yeah, I think that's a really good point there. Um, I think with the Reina Gonzalez or Cal Gonzalez, whatever the corner, um, it was kind of out of left field. Kind of reminded me of like when Dr. Luther showed up or uh, the Butcher the Blade on AEW. Um, if they can explain it well on TV this next week and say, hey, this is why it came out. Um, this is who I am. This is why I care about this. It can add a nice layer to that onion. But until then, it does leave just a little bit more questions and answers going yeah. from going in. Um, like, I understand why they did that, because with, like, Shana gone and, like, Lacey Evans, like, they don't have their, like, big heels they were pushing. You don't got top stars like Lacey Evans. <laughs> well, that's who they were pushing as, like, their big heels. So, like, they, they want to make new heels, so it makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, what was the next match? Um, it was... Finn and Johnny? Yes. Oh, Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano um, in a... Just blood feud match. Fucking, I thought it was a really good match. Um, years ago in the Wrestle Boys Classic, the first one we did, I picked Johnny Gargano as one of my, one of my people. Um, I told everybody at the time, this guy's good. He's gonna be the fucking best. Just wait and see. The dude's the fucking best. He's so good. Finn Balor, since coming back to NXT, is so good. They put on a hell of a match. I love the back and forth, the reversals. They just know each other so well. Very evenly matched as the torchbearers of NXT. But in the end, Finn Balor, without a heart, but a fucking dick that you can see from rows away, win. Jen, thoughts on this match? So I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't like the beginning of this match. I thought it was too slow and boring. But... When it uh, came to the last five minutes, I really, really loved it. And I loved the storytelling because the whole match, it was just like Finn was a step above Johnny no matter what. He was reversing everything. He had an answer to everything. And I think with later on the show, with uh, Johnny turning on Ciampa, like it really, really played into that. So I think the overall story I really, really like now. Yeah, and I I agree. It was definitely slow at the beginning. Um, I liked it being slow because you had... Uh, every moves match and then you had a weapons match Mm -hmm. so you got to slow it down you got to bring people back so then you can build it back up which they did a phenomenal job doing and so i thought that match was awesome uh finn balor is great and it really kind of did play into the story i wonder what's next for finn um because he already lost to cole once so who knows we'll see but i love seeing what him kind of being reinvented as the prince um again reborn if you will 
and uh, it's phenomenal. Next match was the women's uh, NXT Women's Championship match was Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Short match that pretty much just showcased uh, Bianca Belair till the finish. A surprise Riptide for a one, two, three, with then Charlotte coming out and attacking both of them and saying she accepts the WrestleMania challenge for one, Rhea Ripley. Jenna, thoughts on this match? So I know you were pretty excited because you, you've been a big Rhea Ripley fan for a while. Yeah, um, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of this match, but the whole point of it was just to make Bianca look like a star because she's not getting that media match. But um, yeah, like Bianca or Rhea really didn't get a whole, whole ton of offense in there. Um, but I think the spots that Bianca did looked really, really great. Like it's more than we've seen from her. Like, uh, I don't know, like, like other matches. So I think that was good, but I, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was probably the weakest match on the card, honestly. Um, and I was really, really stoked for the Charlotte angle. I'm stoked about that media match. I think those two will have a great match. I think they sacrificed the match for the angle. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, just the media match kind of has to deliver because it's like, you got the stock of two matches coming into this is because of the angle. And I think they're probably going to end up doing either on TV or maybe at the next pay-per-view, uh, Bianca versus Charlotte is kind of a warm-up thing. Um, so we'll see where everything goes. But all in all, I, I like where it's going. I, the, the match again was, was good, albeit very short and abrupt. Um, the, the ending came out of nowhere for everybody. Yeah. Uh, next match was the NXT Tag Team Championship match, Undisputed Era. Uh, Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, the best team on God's green, as they say, against the Broser rates of Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Phenomenal match. Matt Riddle is one of the best wrestlers right now. Um, his charisma's unmatched in the ring. He's so smooth. He gets him like who he is as a wrestler more than almost anybody, and so I thought it was great. Pete Dunne has really come alive in this tag team as well, um, and then of course Fish and O'Reilly are Fish and O'Reilly are two of the best to fucking do the tag team game. I thought it was a phenomenal match. Broser weights take the fucking belts. Goddamn, what a match and what a pop when they won the fucking Moda Center. Went unglued. The roof was blown off the entire building. They had to spend hours to fix it. But, Jenna, thoughts on this match? Yeah, I thought this match was amazing. I mean, you have arguably, like, four of the best workers in NXT in one epic fucking tag match. And it's, like, the thing was, like, the the crowd loved both teams. But it's just, like, everyone wanted has wanted Riddle and Pete Dunne to, to win because they just work so well together. And they're both fucking awesome. And the crowd was into this match from the minute it started. Like they were ready for the Broser Waits to win. And when they almost like when they had that near fall count, like they all started booing. And you know, our uh what was it? Matt Riddle accidentally hit Pete Dunn. That was it. Yeah, they yeah, uh, yeah. Matt Riddle speared Pete Dunn and they did chasing the dragon. Yeah. Which they've won matches in New Japan with, but they usually do the high low, the total elimination. Yeah. Um as their finish. So I knew when they did Chasing the Dragon, I'm like, ah, I can't be it. But you know what? You never know sometimes. But it was fucking great. Yeah, I mean, I I love it. I think that was the right move to make. I think it was their time, and I'm really, really stoked to see what they do with Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne and like kind of like their uh, buddy movie skits they've been doing. Like the one they showed of them landing in Portland and then them coming out in the golf cart was awesome. So I, I love them as a team. I'm really excited to see where that goes. They're fucking phenomenal as a team. Yeah. The uh, the buddy cop comedy skits are great, and I love that one by one the undisputed era is falling except for Adam Cole, which gets us to this one: Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT title. Love the match. It was a fucking NXT Adam Cole main event that was just it was long. It had a million fucking spots. Uh, they had a bunch of dangerous shit that Adam Cole always takes. Um, like an air raid crash on the fucking apron. Sh- fucking table bumps. Tommaso Ciampa taking some neck bumps that he should not take with a fucking fused neck. Um, interference. Other interference. A fucking ref bump. A turn. God damn, this is a Shawn Michaels Triple H special. 
and it fucking delivered for me. I loved this match. I love Adam Cole. I love Tommaso Ciampa. Um, Ciampa's definitely not one of the best workers anymore just because of his limitations. He's so good with everything else that even though he's like a step below the Coles and the Garganos and um, the Riddles and the Roddies, he makes up for it with the psychology and everything else in there. And so... I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, that he's a step below them. Because I think we're like someone like Johnny Gargano, like he's great in the ring. Ciampa makes up for it with his character work. and I, But I also think Ciampa's a great worker in the ring. And that could just be because him and Zack Sabre Jr. have had like one of my favorite matches ever on the indies. Yeah, and it's not saying that he's a bad worker, but he's yeah. just... When you think of the best, best workers, he isn't the top anymore because of now what happened with his knee and with his neck. Yeah, I'd still put him up there. there, But he makes up for it again, like I said, with his character, his charisma, his everything he does, his psychology. So whereas he may not be able to go out there and match moves with a Roderick Strong or a pacing, he can make everything else mean a lot. So he's still up in that upper tier, just maybe not as much work rate. Yes. Your thoughts on this match? There wasn't enough Tino Sabatelli in it. I was hoping he was going to come out and challenge afterwards. Jesus. And his Maserati. Uh, no. Um, I thought it was a really good match. It's it's kind of the same thing. I feel like I feel like being there live when like the energy is so high and a match starts off slow, you're just like, oh, this is kind of a boring match where like at home it's like the opposite. Like I love watching slow built matches where it just kind of goes up to something like huge like in the end of it. But um, I really loved like towards the ending of it. I loved all the near falls because they got me on a few of them. Um, and then just like, again, like the um, interferences and then like Johnny coming out and the DIY shirt at the end and then like, like, looking at the title, like, oh, like, I'm not in the title picture anymore. I'm in a losing thing and just fucking hitting him with it. Um, I like the storytelling. And I've seen a lot of people online complaining, like, oh, we're getting Ciampa versus Gargano for the 99th time. But it's just, like, yeah, there was really never a resolution to, like, their story. It's, like, Ciampa got injured and, like, he came out. But it's, like, you know, like, like even Johnny, like, he never held the title for that long. So I think there's still more there. And it's, like, you know it's going to be a great feud and a great match. And I think having Gargano as the heel and Ciampa as the face is going to put a whole different spin on it. Yeah, you can really get a lot more fucking miles out of this now. As well as, like, you never got the final chapter of this. We never got an ending. We never knew what happened to our heroes. And so... Which is a big thing. like when, And that's something that I really love that they're doing and going back. Like, hey, we never got to finish this. This isn't the main roster where things just get dropped and who fucking cares. It's like, no, we didn't get a finish of this. We're coming back. This is maybe fucking almost a year later or whatever it may be, but we're coming back to it. And if we can have the Mania weekend match that we were supposed to have last year, but they're wearing uh, the different colors. They're they're on the other team now, If you like as far as heel and face. I love it, and I, I love to see where Johnny goes as a as a heel in this, and love to see what Tom, Tommaso does as a baby face in this. Um, this is going to be a fucking fantastic match, too. I mean, they put on five-star classics, and so I expect that this one is going to fucking be a classic match and a classic feud. And I am excited to see where NXT goes from here. Phenomenal card. One of the top uh, NXT takeovers. It's hard to top the one they had for Mania Weekend a couple years ago where they had, like, the fucking five-star ladder match and then Gargano versus fucking Andrade or whatever. Yeah, our evolution, will, I think, will always be my favorite takeover. Yeah, the so. one with Sammy wins and Kevin debuts and Sammy kills him. Mm-hmm. Or Kevin kills Sammy. Kenta and Prince Devitt working together. Um, yeah. Lucha Dragons. It... It, no, they went against fucking... Um, Vaude villains. No, 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 no. Um, it, uh, Kenta and Prince Devon went against the Ascension. Oh, I know, but yeah. the Lucha Dragons were also on that show. Yeah, yeah. And then I think they had the Four Horsewomen Fatal 4-Way match on that show, too. Yeah, it was a stack card. Yeah. That was a great one. Um, CJ Parker was there. But um, That's just kind of when I was still, like, a young wrestling fan and not, like, super jaded or, like, super into it. Like, it was just fun, and our... Our pro wrestling group on Facebook was hopping, and, like, it was just a good time. Was I good was time. A, a super jaded fan, but it was a great time anyway. Yeah. I've been watching wrestling for way too long. I didn't know all the insider information. I know now. I did. 
It was great. I, I didn't have an Observer subscription. <laughs> I did, and it was great. <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't get one till the Mania. Yeah. Like that next Mania. Yeah. Well, that was December, so like three months. I was three months away from being really jaded. <laughs> but anyways, uh, that's it for us over here. I am going to uh, eat some peanut butter fudge I got on the coast. And I'm going to have some weed chocolate and try to get my voice back because, as you can tell, it's gone. Yeah, and I'm going to get some battery. So here we go. Thank you. Peace. Oh, yeah. As uh, Osiris says, happy Rusev Day. And uh, Stan uh, Tino Sabatelli. No, we don't. And Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves is the finest. All right, thanks. over portland yeah we so just good. finished it so good from the luxury of our home not at the, the wonderful beautiful moda center you know i'm, I'm actually kind of glad we're here because uh i don't know if you follow me on insta but we got a new couch <laughs> it's very exciting yeah, we've been enjoying the new couch we've mm-hmm. been breaking it in and this is the perfect opportunity to do it because this was an amazing match and we got to be so cozy yeah oh i'm watching God. all of these matches so the night kicked off keithley retaining yeah North American title mm-hmm. against Double D. That was Dominic quite Dijakovic. the way, quite the way to start off the entire show. Big boys, big boys. <laughs> yeah. He had a couple big boys. <laughs> uh, that was uh, it. Was just a very lively match. It was really, really fun to watch. Um, definitely got my energy going. By the end of the mat, or by the end of the entire show, mm-hmm. I was like so numb to the amount of good wrestling going on. Yeah. But uh, that was a powerful one to start with. Yeah. I think the pacing of the whole show in general was very, very good. Mm-hmm. I think that that match kicked off the night with an incredible amount of energy. Mm-hmm. And then it went right into the street fight with Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. Yes. So it was just a lot of energy, a lot of brutality. Yes. Loved the, uh, the emotion, the raw emotion. And uh, I loved the, uh, yeah, what those, uh, what those gals did in the ring. They looked great. Yeah, and, and it was brutal. It was brutal, and they brought out a cricket bat. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a that was a good highlight. And then, oh my god, I didn't. I was gonna look up. I don't. I they said it was from the May Young Classic, but the person who oh, yeah who was came that? out and uh, uh, for a second I was like, wait, did Charlotte come out? No, that was later. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was somebody else that came out. It was a nice little surprise. Yeah, and they were saying that she was from the May Young Classic. I first, I yeah, I had no idea who whom it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dakota Kai won by way of, uh, it wasn't disqualification, but interference. Yes. Um, which yeah. was. Cause there's no DQ on a street, street match, right? No, no. Yeah. But yeah. And then from there, we went on to the Finn Balor match. That was amazing. That was, uh, just a lot of raw sexual energy. <laughs> yeah, that's very <laughs> Very true. And the entire match, it was great. Um, yeah, that was a that was a brutal one for sure. It was also a bit of a slow build. I wasn't sure what to expect going into it. I was, um, I don't know. In my head, I was picturing Finn Balor jumping off of things, doing cool flips, and I was picturing Johnny Gargano doing the same thing. But it started out with them just doing classic technical wrestling, uh, which was fantastic. But it just wasn't what I was expecting. And then they got into the flippy stuff later. Yeah, that's how I, I thought they did a good job, sort of slowing it down from the mm-hmm. get-go. Um, you know, sort of giving it's sort of given a bit of the, the momentum of the night, a bit of a break, but mm-hmm. then built it back up into a very hard-hitting match. Yeah. That was really, really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Um, and then Finn won, which he needed to, because yeah. that would have been... Really, really odd if he hadn't. Yeah. Um, another note that I had was a lot of tongue. A lot of Finn tongue. Yeah, Finn did stick out that bad boy a lot. Yeah. I mean, Which, I didn't mind. No complaints over here. Yeah, wasn't bad. No complaints. Just noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's definitely, uh, he's leaning into the just being a grimy, uh, like sleazy, creepy character. Finn, of. keep yeah. it up. Keep it, I mean, yeah. I like it. <laughs> it's working for you. Yes. All right, and then I think the pace sort of stayed at a medium level mm-hmm. when we went into the Bianca versus Rhea match, but it had a similar thing where by the it it built up to the you know the climax mm-hmm. or whatever. I have to say though, my top moment of the night yes was when Bianca came out in that gear. That was 
amazing. Yes. Black history in the making, indeed. She yeah. is fucking wonderful. Yeah, written uh, all over her. It was beautiful. And that robe, uh, yeah. loved it. And it's also because she makes her own gear. She yeah. makes her own robes. So yeah. it's just like, yes, you are super badass. Yeah. Uh, and I thought she looked incredible. She did. I would have, like, I felt like right when the match ended, and it granted, like, more stuff happened after it ended, but I was like, right when it ended, I was ready for, like, just another, like, minute and a half of like cool yeah like he- real heavy hitting like you know stuff before the end of the match so yeah. i was a little initially it ended a little soon yeah it was a little abrupt when it ended but then yeah. we saw charlotte flair mm-hmm. attacking uh ria saying yep you me mania mm-hmm. that's gonna be amazing yeah that's yeah i'm very excited for that match but yeah it it had a great energy throughout the entire match mm-hmm. love that little pop at the end with charlotte so yeah, it was Fun. great. Great time. And then, the tag match. Oh, wow. Broserweight's Broser new champ. Such So fast-paced. So fast-paced. They're, all those guys are just so strong, so muscular. <laughs> Bobby Fish is a legit silver fox at this He point. looks so fucking sexy right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doseki's guy energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big and, fan. Yeah, it was really nice. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the Broserweights had a sing-along with a Bobby Fish. Of course. Bouncing ball. Which yeah. is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just really great. Yeah, a lot was... of fun times. Kyle had some fun stuff when he was like leaning on the ropes and yeah, bouncing back. yeah, doing all that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of really good spots throughout the match. Um, but yeah, this was also kind of the point in time where I was just getting so numb to the like amount of great wrestling. Yeah, it, really, it was just for sure kept being so good. And then the main event of the evening. Uh huh. Cole v. Champa. The God. That was so brutal. Like, I mean, Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic, that was brutal. We get into the tag match, that was really brutal. And then Cole and Champa, like, so, so mean. It looked like he was legitimately in so much pain. Well, yeah. When Cole drove Champa's back into the announcer's table that first time, uh, and it was just like... I was stunned. Like I, yeah. it was like one of those moments where I put my hands over my face. Yeah. Just like fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, oh, the, his yeah. back is broken. <laughs> yeah, and then it it was such a like wonderfully long match. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a nice moment where uh, Tommaso Ciampa kissed another bald man on the head. That's right. It was very tender. It was very sweet. Yeah, it had everything. It had mm-hmm. its tender moments. <laughs> friendships were made. Yep. And uh, friendships were indeed uh, broken. Mm-hmm. Because Johnny. Gargano. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think some of that bad Finn energy rubbed off on him. <laughs> he didn't want to see uh, him uh, him lose, but his best friend win. Exactly. So the undisputed Eric, obviously they're getting up to their bullshit. Mm-hmm. Johnny comes out, and I'm like, all right, time to even up the odds. No. Nope. He grabs Goldie and fucking gives, a, gives old Champa a good old whack on the noggin. How crazy would it be if next NXT... He comes out. He's wearing an undisputed air shirt. That would be that like that would be crazy. I don't think it's gonna happen. The only way I could see it happening is if he's trying to infiltrate from the inside. Yeah. Because now Cole is the only one. So Cole won- wins because mm-hmm. the ref didn't see. Uh, and then yeah, so now Cole's the only one with the title, which I think is gonna make him really paranoid. It's gonna make tension in the undisputed era. So maybe putting someone else in there would you know it would definitely make things lively and crazy yeah but it was a wonderful show it was top to bottom it was amazing i didn't see f- through first go around i didn't see any of the wrestle wrestle pals but i was i was looking diligently there was mm-hmm. a few shots where i was like oh i know if we hit pause right here we yeah. could we could, we could find them, them in the background yeah but uh yeah that was our experience here at home yeah it was great yeah any any um any any note to 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 leave it on? So I I said what my favorite thing was, which was Bianca Belair's ring gear. What was your favorite thing of the night? Do you oh think? my gosh, yeah, Bianca's ring gear was absolutely incredible. Um, I I don't know. I feel like that my favorite part about the night was, and this might not be a uh, might be a cop out answer, <laughs> but I think that the the way that the whole show was like staged was really perfect. Mm-hmm. Where it felt like a mirror of itself. It's yeah. like you have like the high energy beginning. The middle was a really solid, steady wrestling, mm-hmm. and then it ended really high energy. And it felt like the pace of the whole show with just six matches, they all felt really great. I feel like this whole show is going to be contender for one of like the pay per views of the year. Oh, for sure, for sure. 
And everyone seemed to have a great out. The crowd was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Maro was amazing with the whole crew. Yeah. I feel like he did more, had made more of a conscious effort to uh, to pass the ball around yeah. to uh, to Beth and to Nigel yeah. a little bit more too. Everyone seemed to get their stuff in. They all mm-hmm. were super wonderful. So. That's the other benefit of watching from home and not watching live is we got to listen to Maro, Beth, and Nigel. Yes. Yeah, so sorry for you fucking poor chumps over there at the Moda Center. <laughs> yeah. You had to pay thirteen bucks for your beer, and you couldn't even hear Maro talk. Yeah, and I got—I paid seven dollars for these six Miller Lights, <laughs> and I got to hear all the beautiful vocaling stylings, all while on our couch. All while I'm on this beautiful couch, which <laughs> is really what the point of this reaction video is. Mm-hmm. Um, just to know that we're fucking comfy. Yep. And uh, what a great show. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. And uh, next time they come through Portland, we'll try and be there. Fuck yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends with better friends to a local professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Um, I'm Zach. I like that you just did that intro, even though it would probably play the part of the... Uh... That we already recorded yesterday oh, the, before the, this, so oh, this okay. is the second time you're going to hear that. Well, I hope um, that Isai recorded, does the intro too on his parts. I hope these guys are getting intro boys. This is a, a weirder episode because uh, we're all disconjointed. Um, this is our takeover reaction. Um, we went to Portland. We went to takeover. It rocked. We're um, in a car right now. Yeah. Driving on the freeway, going really fast because the speed limit in Oregon sucks. I should go slower. Um, it would be pretty cool to get the cop that pulls us over his thoughts on takeover, though. Yeah, I'm gonna get out of this guy's way. This guy's this guy's mad at me. Oh yeah, the atmosphere. You're <laughs> about an actual driving going on. <laughs> um, so let's talk about our little Portland thing. Um, let's. Takeover. First off, very good experience. Yeah. Yes. Um, the Moda Center is very nice. They have very nice seats that didn't hurt my butt. It's a very nice arena. It's very comfy, very nice bathrooms. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a bathroom at every exit. Like, one of the best, one of the best, well, big live events I've ever been to. Yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. Um, yeah, let's just go down the card, I guess. Oh, the let's start with the pre-show. Um, yeah, uh, Sam Roberts got booed every single time he talked. Yeah, that was, was great. It was wonderful. I don't know if they, like, take that out or not, but... It yeah, is, they might try funny. to mix the volume a little bit, but probably not, because it's his character. Yeah. Um, it's only a half-hour pre-show. And, nice. Uh, yeah, that was very nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get anything extra, which is fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Mansoor was uh, on the pre-show, and... He was very good. Yeah, yeah. So I he used to be a wrestler, right? No, he still is. He's so okay. he's the Saudi Arabian guy. Like, okay, um, he's the guy that wins every time they go over to Saudi Arabia. Oh, okay, as, as propaganda, but he's a real, really good wrestler. Like, yeah, he's shown up on NXT and NXT UK a few times, um, and then every Saudi show he wins a match. Yeah. Um, uh, but just as a talker, he was so good. Oh like, yeah, he is very emotive. It seemed like like. For all the hate, give Sam Robertson. There's plenty of to give him hate for. He is a like broadcasting professional. He knows how to how to talk and interact with people. You know, yeah, like, yeah. he knows the rhythm of that. Yeah, and he even seemed a little thrown off by how good Mansoor was at first. <laughs> yeah, good. They had real like he seemed like he wasn't expecting Mansoor to like be playing into like heel face dynamic between the two of them. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, yeah, that was great. Um, first off, I'm gonna get my complaints out of the way. I did not see Candice LeRae. I did not see Io Shirai. Um, I did not see Adam Cole super kick someone from the middle of the air. Um, other than that, it was a wonderful, wonderful show. So yeah, besides getting you know literally the best things imaginable, yeah, uh, that would be like a, a special treat. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was fantastic. I thought everything was great. Um, I have. Zero. I personally have zero complaints besides the people sitting behind me, which sucked. Yeah, um, I was sitting next to a snot-nosed little-ass kid. Yeah, as I posted on our Instagram story, the people behind us were raw, some Ross Trent motherfuckers, <laughs> for sure. 
they were they were awful. But, yeah. Uh, that they were, but that was fine. The, everything else was so good that I could even like ignore them, which is rare. Yeah. Um. So yeah, first match was uh, Keith Lee versus Don Dijon. Dominic uh, Dijakovic. Big boy versus big boy. Um, I was thrown off by this match because it seemed like they were going, like, a little slower. Um, because when you're, the camera's not there, um, changing angles all the time, it's, it looks a lot different. It does, it does look different. And also, like, I mean, so we were, um, you know, like, the hard cam was facing us. Yeah. Like, there's a good chance that I'm going to come through it and try to find us on (laughs) camera. Um, but, um, so seeing a match from the opposite side as, like, the wrestlers are playing too, also, like, it's a little weird at first, like, get used to it, but for me, this was my first, like, televised, like, televised event ever. Yeah, this was my first, I guess it's not, I went to Double or Nothing, but this was different. This This is your first WWE event. This is the thing I've wanted to do since I started watching NXT. Yeah, oh yeah. It's my favorite show. It's my favorite, like, takeovers are my favorite thing. Like, it's something I had to cross off the list. But, yeah. Um, yeah, this match was live. It was kind of slow. Um, I was really into it, but it did, like, take me a minute to adjust to it. I am very curious to see how it played on on screen versus being their person in person. Like, just because, like, these dudes are so big that, like, they are moving really fast stuff for their size, but maybe it doesn't translate. Yeah in person as much, especially, <laughs> excuse me, um, them being the first match, too, like, yeah. you didn't have anything to compare size-wise, they were just the first guys out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the chair spot, where, so, Don puts Keith Lee into a chair, gets onto the top rope, and jumps off the rope into the chair, well, a rolling chair, Yeah, like an, an office, office chair. An office chair down next to commentary. And it was terrifying because he had very little room to make that. Yeah. And, like, I, I, I said, I'm not even sure he 100% hit it how he meant to. I think he did it in a safe way, but I think he might have... You think he might have supposed to hit higher so that Keith, he, like, fell back and cushioned the fall, but who knows? I've never seen a spot like that, so... Yeah. It was terrifying that watching a six foot seven dude do that to another huge dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, then we had a, uh... Street fight, yeah. Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, hell yeah. Uh, I love this match, yeah, a lot. Um, it just started and it like Tegan, like Dakota Kai just came like attacked Tegan Knox during the entrance, like immediately got into it, immediately went through the crowd, immediately like like immediately the street fight part of it like was going, yeah. Um, and then it was just. Them trying to kill each other for however long the match was. 15-ish? I have no no concept of time for any of these I don't either. I didn't time Um, any of them. I didn't time any of them. Also, I was not uh, especially sober (laughs) um, in a couple different ways. So, um, like, I I could comprehend just everything going on, but time time is not a thing that existed. Um, I don't feel like any of the matches dragged. Um, No, No, I don't think so either. But yeah, so it's um, there was just a ton, ton of weapon spots. Yeah, um, Dakota just throws everything from under one side of the ring into the ring. Yeah, um, yeah, a couple just like I, I can't even like remember everything that happens because no. there, there was so much. Just like, but it's a good street fight, like as you know, yeah. like it wasn't. It was entertaining uh, the entire match. Also, um, like I just really love like so. There's like the street fight tropes in wrestling, you know, like dudes wearing jeans instead of their gear and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I, I really liked how, like, you don't get to see women's street fights all that often. Yeah. Um, I really liked how these I really liked how these two, like, still felt in character and, like, their, like, them doing their, like, own, like, women's version of a street fight, like, yeah. with, like, without it being tacky or corny, like, they're, like, it's like Dakota Kai wearing, like, just, like, weird cut-off shorts, like, jean shorts and stuff, and, like, Tegan Knox for having like the leather pants and stuff like yeah. it, it was just a cool look and like really good match yeah um there were wild spots where 
Uh, Tegan put Dakota's head into a chair while she was on a table. Um, oh yeah, she's gonna murder her for real. Yeah, and was that when uh, Raina Gonzalez came? Yeah, in? and she has a new name. I saw actually on oh, Instagram okay. today. It's Silken Something Gonzalez, but they did give her a new first name. Oh. I don't remember it off the top of my head right now. But. Okay. Um, yeah, and that was cool. Um, I was one of these people, but no one knew who it was. I knew I had seen her before, that but I could it, not put her name together. Yeah, it took me a second. I. I I don't know if it came through on TV, but there were people going to who, doing the Who Are You chants. Yeah, sucked. and that sucks because, like, this is a really good way to build her. Uh-huh. Like, it's probably just showing that she's ready to be on the main roster. Yeah. She's showing up at a takeover. And, she like, she's so, like, physically, like, imposing. Yeah. Which I think she's, like, six foot or six one. Yeah. Like, I'm real. I like her new look a lot. She used to have the weird, like jeans with the holes cut in them gear. Uh, that was her. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, and I, this new look looked like I really liked. And, um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, yeah. we'll see what comes of this, you she, know. She came and saved Dakota, costing in the match, um, and Dakota has a friend again. Yeah, except I think on social media they're, like, implying that Dakota didn't know, like, she didn't ask for this. Oh, yeah. So like that's what it just, that's what it felt like. She just came in and did it on her own. So it'd be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah. Uh, the next match was uh, tag team. No, uh, no, it was women. No, it wasn't women's championship. No, was, was there another that has match? to be tag team? No, because that was right before the main event. That's right. Did they uh, go straight into the women's championship match then? Is that the only other match we're missing? And I think so. Yeah, because we had... Oh, no, Finn no, and Johnny. Finn, Finn and Johnny, duh. Jesus Christ. Mirror's favorite match. No, Finn Balor. Yeah, that's yeah. Finn and Johnny. Um, well, my favorite match, too. Yeah, this match was excellent. I mean, Johnny hasn't been Johnny wrestling in a while. Hogs. <laughs> Hogs. Finn, Finn's hog. Finn's cool hog. Finn's very cool hog. Yeah. Um, the way he pinned Johnny at the end of it was... Uh, putting his hog yeah, in his face. Putting his hog in his face. It was, uh, it was a very sexual experience. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, beyond my own, just reading that into every Finn match. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a Johnny Gargano-Finn Balor match. Like, it's everything you want from those two. Uh, one of my favorite times watching Finn wrestle... He did his cool dropkick that he turned on Johnny with. Not turned on Johnny, but was like, hey, Johnny, I don't like you. Uh, the Bailey kick? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, there's just not a lot to say. It was just a good professional wrestling yeah, match. Yeah, it was a great match. I think, I mean, I mean, I'd like, can't, you wouldn't expect anything else from these two, you know? Like, Johnny, like... Give him shit for being like a, a nerd and yeah. shit like that, but he's legitimately like the best wrestler in WWE, probably. Like, probably. Yeah. You look at, I mean, the matches he's had at every takeover, they're yeah. always at this level. Like, the first person since 2011 to get a five star match in WWE, and then he did two in a row, and he's Damn. done. He like opened the floodgates from NXT to be at this level, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that was the whole story. It was like, yeah, you came here, and then you fucking left, dude. Like, yeah. you are... I am you now, yeah. essentially. And Johnny still couldn't do it. Yeah, and Finn being like, you know what? Like, I... This place is, you know, like... You aren't me. Like, you're you're something different. Like, you're fine, you're a great wrestler, but... You're not, you're not the prince. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it was, yeah, it was so good. Just I think it's Finn's best match, um, at least since his first run in NXT. And I think these are even better than like the Smojo matches he okay. had, which were probably my favorite. Yeah. Um, before this, uh, yeah, it was just it was so good. Like definitely his best match since Japan, and what yeah, at least as good as most of those. Yeah. Um, at least in person. Um, Johnny doing the barricade dropkick to Finn. Yep. Then Finn stepping up and doing it off the announcer table. To that him. was insane. Yeah. Um, this also was like step one in solidifying NXT as 
its own brand. Like, Finn Balor is there. Yeah. He's not temporary. He is... He wants... Uh, he needs to fight. I yeah. mean, he's he's full full heel, like, and he's there. Yeah, I um, would. You know, it, it'll be interesting to see where NXT goes in the upcoming months. Um, yeah, especially with how things shook out from this card, I would not be surprised at all. Finn going after Adam Cole for that title. Oh, that would. That's what I want. Or you know, if someone else beats Adam for it, definitely Finn being go being their first challenge. Yeah, um, though I. I even though I don't think Finn needs to win the title again, I would actually kind of love it if, you know, like, Adam Cole has been this heel champ and all mm-hmm. that, but um, he's also really lovable. Yeah. I mean, Finn's yeah. the same way, but also he's more, like, he is just, like, such an evil heel. Yeah, he's versus, actually bad, where Adam Cole is just a bully. Adam Cole is a bully. Finn is evil. Yeah. But, um, I would love it if Finn beat Adam Cole for the title and then was, like, the ultimate boss for yeah. whatever babyface either, you know. Maybe Champa going turn coming back around, or like Belgian Dream even. Oh like, yeah, having a baby, baby face have to be like the evil, the evil prince. Yeah, spooky um, prince. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, then we had the um, NXT title for. Did they back off calling it the not calling it the women's title? I didn't notice that, or did they just say? I think they're still calling just calling it the NXT championship. Okay. But there's been some like like. Commentary is still having to remember. I've noticed a few times they like slip up. I mean, it's been years of them calling it the, yeah. the women's title. Yeah, uh, her name is Raquel Gonzalez, by the way. Raquel yeah. Gonzalez. Okay, um, I just finally found her Instagram again. So yeah, it was it was weird watching it without commentary. It felt like something was missing. Yeah, it is because I mean, you don't get some of the little you know like reminders of story beats or like when uh, Raquel Gonzalez came in. You don't get that. You know. Um, like yeah. Them, them letting you know, like, because, like, yeah, it took me a second to recognize her because she looks different and stuff now. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, they, it would have been, you know, them screaming in my ear about what's going on. Yeah. The Mamma Mia chants were like, they were happening, but it's like. It was a more subdued crowd than a lot of takeovers. Yeah. For sure. Um, but the title match Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley um I didn't watch it on TV but I'm gonna say this is the best Bianca match I've ever seen um it's at least there with I mean her Shayna match is also great yeah um I think it's at, at right there with that one for sure I think this is probably even better she's always getting better in the ring she's so. found her spot um, she got to show how, like, I mean, she always does this, but how strong she is. Oh, yeah, it's, she always does, but she's also never been in the ring with someone, like, never had a match like this with someone as also physically imposing as Rhea. Yeah. Um, she doesn't use her hair as a crutch anymore. No, it's she a special, it's a special thing. She used it once or twice in this match. Once, and before that, like, she didn't use it for about, like, six months or more into war games yeah, you know? yeah like she's learned like she doesn't it's not a gimmick anymore it's like part of her gimmick yeah yeah it's a tiny piece of her overall gimmick yeah um but it's not the whole thing yeah she's a great wrestler now yeah. like or I would say a very very good wrestler who can have great matches and it's gonna keep getting better yeah she um, came out with this like robe that said uh Black History making, in the Making. Make, yeah, Black History in the Making. A ton of Black History Month stuff all over her gear. Yeah. It was fantastic. Um, I, I missed these entrances, unfortunately, because um, as soon as the Finn match was over, I had to go buy a Finn shirt. <laughs> um, spent way too much money on it, um, but I had to. So this is the only, that's like the only thing I missed was the uh, these entrances, unfortunately, but her gear was so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, uh, one side note about the first match. Uh, the match ended with Keith Lee and Dominant Don Dijon hugging. Yeah. And Keith Lee, like, celebrating him. Yeah. So, I, like, I was, I was, was like, great. I was really, like, half expecting the turn, but really hoping they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Because you know? that would just be too obvious. And I really, I think this puts, you know, Don, Dominic Don Jakovic over so much more. Oh, yeah. To, like, have that show of respect and stuff. Like, it's so good. Yeah, because, like, he's neither heel nor face. He's just a big, scary man. Yeah. He, I'd say he's, like, closer to a face right now just because he's yeah. of how he's been aligned. But um, he's he's so good. He, like, he he's going to go places, I think. Like, dude that big that can move like that is ridiculous. Um, and also, just side note on the match, too, just, you know, a couple years ago, 
this was like a legendary match, uh, their yeah. PWG match, yeah. the five star match. It's like this thing that's like put them both on the map for a lot of people, especially Dijak. Yeah. Um, and then this is like supposedly like should supposedly the last one of these. You yeah. Know? This, yeah, yeah. This finishes that series now, and we got to see it, which is wild. Yeah. Uh, back to the the women's the women's championship match. Um, Rhea Ripley is insanely good. Um, so impressive to watch. This almost to me is kind of like the Finn Johnny match where it's like there's not much to say. It's just great wrestling. It's just really great. And also, like, it's one of those, like, there's a lot of really awesome shows of strength, like, yeah. both of them. Um, the the only thing I would say that's a bummer is they've been building this Rhea Charlotte thing, and there was no suspense. Like, and there really wasn't. Um, it was really cool. Charlotte came out afterwards, attacked Rhea, and, and accepted the, the the WrestleMania challenge. Yeah, so that that was fucking rad. Which that's the second piece in NXT being solidified yes. as an actual brand. Like Charlotte wants the NXT title. She won the Royal Rumble, and, and she's choosing that. She's choosing that. Like, so that Rhea's gonna win. I think. Like, I do too, and I think that's gonna be insane. It's like Charlotte's now like. The new John Cena putting yeah. Pitbull over. Yeah, we're putting um, Mary to sleep with our talking. <laughs> um, um, or you know, the other thing that could happen, which I don't think, but Charlotte wins and then Rhea has to win it back. Charlotte comes down to NXT for like one takeover's worth, and then Rhea wins it back to really solidify her. But yeah, I think, but I think Rhea's gonna just win at WrestleMania. So. I mean, and that's. I mean, I'm sure Triple H is fighting really hard for that oh, if yeah. he has to, but like, because that. That will be, like, the final nail, like, solidifying NXT as there's Raw, there's SmackDown, there's NXT. They're all equal, even though NXT is the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and Charlotte coming out, like, I popped. Oh, yeah, I like, absolutely did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if she was going to come out and do an angle like this or, like, maybe be in the crowd for yeah. a crowd reaction shot. I don't know if there were crowd reaction shots. I didn't notice that. Yeah, doing. I didn't notice any, like... Big buff guys standing up. Yeah, or them even like doing cameras into the crowd or whatever. But there were moments when I like slipped out between matches. So. I'm pretty sure Bianca's family was there. Um, yeah, I saw them on the the Titantron. That's it. Um, they were wearing like homemade EST gear. I wonder if she made it. She makes her own gear. Oh, okay. Which is incredible because their gear isn't only like really cool looking it's also like super intricate yeah like when she had the braids yeah on it and stuff like yeah she makes all her own gear yeah um well now next was the tag yeah, match right tag match. yeah um man have you ever like seen four of your favorite wrestlers in the ring together for real just like four of like matt dunn and peter wow Hey, Kyle. I do this every episode. Matt Dune, Peter Riddell. Matt Riddle and Peter Dune are not a tag team, and they work so well as they, a tag they, team. They, they have I don't know. Chemistry. Did Pete Dunne tag in progress? Not with him. He was only, you know, he did mustache Britain, Britain, right? yeah, British Strong Style. And, like, I don't know. I've never heard of Matt Riddle tagging with anyone. Um, well, he, he and Jeff Cobb were chosen bros. Okay. Oh, um, shit. That yeah. sounds sick. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, very sick tag team. Um, uh, no, they were, like, totally different things in progress. I don't, I don't know that they ever interacted yeah. in the ring. Um, but it, man, Kyle and Bobby came out just, like, how they always do, yeah. but, like, seeing it in person yeah. is just so much fun. Seeing my garbage son, Kyle, just air guitaring, <laughs> I love that. I love that guy. Like, both he and, and uh, Peter Dune um, have both been, like, wrestlers that I, at some point in the last couple of years, have said, like, yeah, that is my favorite wrestler right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, and Matt Riddle, the last time, or not the last time I was in Portland, I came to Portland to see him. Yeah. Like, it was my first indie show. And then a week later, he was in NXT, and it was like, oh, wow, that's wild. Yeah, I, I love, like, Bobby Fish and, and Matt Riddle, too. Like, they're all so fucking good. Yeah. Like, um, God, this match was amazing. But they, they come out um, doing... Uh, the, the, the Broserweights come out with their... With their golf cart, which, their golf from cart. where I, me and, like, Isai and Jenna were sitting, and Walter... 
we could see down behind the stage and we saw it like pull up. Yeah. Which was like, fu- we all got so fucking hyped immediately just seeing it. Like, yeah. you know it's going to be there, but just like, it was so funny. Yeah. It was, that was insane. Like, um, they, Matt Riddle stood up in his golf cart and started, uh, how much fit fish could Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish sing along. Yeah, which the first time, it, it actually worked perfect because the first time he did it, he did it really quick and not everyone caught up to participating. Yeah. But then he did it a second time. I just time. didn't want to interrupt him. Yeah. This second time and more people did it. And then he did a fucking third time and Bobby Fish's face popped up on the Titan Tron and, and it was so funny. And they also had a fish bouncing across the words. Yeah. Like it was like Disney sing along video. It was insane. Um, okay, here's what I'm going to say. Everyone talks about the fucking Young Bucks being the best tag team ever. No, it's Redragon. It is Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. The the moves they the tandem moves they do are look so good. They're so cool. They're so like seemingly innovative to me. Um, but like I I would love to watch them against the Young Bucks, which I'm that sure happened multiple many, times. Many many times. Um, Here's what I think about it. Like, I definitely think, like, so, yeah, Redragon to Dragon again um, uh, is way def- definitely way more my style. Like, yeah, yeah. I- I've always preferred them. I will, even though the Young Bucks aren't my thing, they are so innovative in what they do. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it- it's so different. I definitely prefer um, what Kyle and Bobby do. Like, I think they have better in-ring character work. Like, the like them being heels and like cutting off their opponents and stuff like that and like actually like sitting in submission moves to get heel heat and stuff like that and get the baby face they're against it but the i think that's all they do it so better than anyone oh yeah yeah um yeah i think it, it's so good they're so good and yeah then, like i don't even know what else to say about this match besides it was just like yeah constantly just... moving and like the interactions between every single possible combination of people was all great. Riddle was so over. Yeah. Like, that's one thing that, like, kind of bums me out about it is, like, Pete Dunn is Pete Dunn. And everyone knows Pete Dunn is Pete Dunn. But, like, the only chance were for Riddle. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's just kind of the way it is. And I, it, like, because Pete Dunn, one, he's just not going to get as many chance because he's not that personality. True, know? true. Um, even when he was by himself in Segrover, there weren't, like... I can't think of a specific chance for him, you know? Yeah, just um, bruiser weight. Yeah, bruiser weight. Um, but he he may, he is helping make Riddle over to the degree he is with, like, him being the straight man, you yeah. know, in this comedy duo. Yeah. Um, and just, like, God, Pete Dunne's so good in the ring. Yeah. It's he's incredible, but yeah, this match was great. Undisputed lost. The uh, prophecy is falling apart. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get into the last match, the sing along thing actually reminded me. We forgot to mention. Uh, we saw Poppy open. Oh the yeah, show, actually, that was. I thought it was sick. It was interesting. Yeah. I. I mean, she's good. She's really um, good. Like. It uh, wasn't as like. This song is way more straightforward than yeah. like their, the other stuff they've used. Well, the night before we listened to in like a bunch of poppy songs, <laughs> and we're losing our minds. And it's such it's such an interesting thing of music. Yeah, just an interesting. I don't know. It's it's, a, it's way too much to even try. To it's get definitely it. I'm too old for it. It's not for me, yeah. but I, I thought it was. I sick. think it's cool. Like, and I, did, I thought her performance was really cool. Yeah, like, that's just like a little she one song like, opening. She came out looking like Ruta Repulsa. Yeah, it was very good. That's another thing. The production of this thing is seamless. Yeah. They know exactly what they're doing and how they're doing it, and they do such a good job. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the final match. Yeah. Um, Tomato Champer versus uh, Adam Cole Bebe uh, for the... 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 The, the NXT Championship. Championship. Yeah. Um, it was what you would expect. Yeah. I mean... Until the end. Yeah. Well, <laughs> until kind of something you'd expect, yeah. but you know. Um, they are... I mean, Champa's Champa, like... And Adam Cole... Is that Adam fucking Cole? He's wrestler it, of the year last year for a reason. Like, it took me... When Adam Cole first showed up... What's up? Oh, can I just stop so I can use the restroom? Oh, yeah. 
We can just say that. Cool. We gotta, Zach has to piss I everyone. Do, everyone. I'm gonna stop at Hood River, beautiful Hood River, Oregon. Yeah, beautiful. It really is beautiful. Um, it's actually it's not raining now. Oregon, it rains like five minutes every time. Can I just stop at Hood River and stay forever? No, I need to see my cat. We can. Uh, she can come here. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Adam Cole is legitimately one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, I didn't get it for so long when he first showed up Mm -hmm. in NXT, and I was like, this guy's not that good. And then just the more and more I've watched him, you see how good he is. Um, He is similar to, like, they're different wrestlers, but he's similar to Okada in a way. Okay. Where Okada, you don't get how good he is the first time you see him. Yeah, yeah. Like, you get he's good, but you are usually more impressed with the person that he's against um, until you realize, oh, every match he has like this is is good. Yeah. Um, no matter who he's against. So maybe that's him. And, you know, Champa is obviously that great. We're not in the actual, actual Hood River. Oh. But I think the next exit might be the real Hood River. Exit. Okay. But well, we can way, go to everyone. the real Hood River. The, the pretty Hood River, I mean. Okay. We're like... We'll just, turn, we'll just flip this car around. This is a nice gas, nice 76 gas station and all. Don't make me flip this car around, kids. <laughs> oh, I just did. Well, I, so anyways... Um, uh, yeah, but then the two of these together, it's just like, they're both working to, you know, they're both so good on their own and good at making all the people look better. Yeah. That Jesus Christ, I'm yeah, so but, excited to see this one back. Yeah. And Adam Cole, like, he had to pull out all the stops because he was, I mean, his boys lost the belt. Uh, Roddy lost the belt last takeover. He's going to lose it next takeover. Yeah. Um, it's like. The, the Undisputed Era, they're not falling apart. They're still just as strong the as ever. prophecy is crumbling. Yeah. Um, but it, man, it just had the spots you want from both of them. Yeah. I didn't get a super kick out of nowhere, but that's fine. Um, but I realized that the super kick is one of my favorite moves, and it's done so much that... Um, Makes it special when someone is really good at it and, and it's so impressive. You know? Gargano, Adam Cole, uh, they're all those sort of the two that are so good at it. Yeah. And, I mean, the Young Bucks are still legitimately great at it too. Yeah, like they, I personally think they overdo it a little bit sometimes, but that is also on purpose. So I acknowledge that. Yeah, like, and Kevin Owens is good at it like half the time. Yeah, he doesn't do it all the like he doesn't always pull it out, but when he doesn't, he does it in really cool spots. It's really yeah. Good. Um. But yeah, this was a wonderful match. Um, I like all the other ones. It's just great wrestling. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So you know, the garbage undisputed boys come out. Oh my god! All the garbage sons. Yeah, uh, Roddy come comes out, distracts the ref. Then the then Red Dragon comes out. Yeah, um, the other side. The other side. Uh, you know, doing their normal chicanery. Yep. Um, and then, uh, you know, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Turncoat comes yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Turncoat, get up, liar. Should I turn left or right? Yeah, you should turn left. You guys like anti-flag? Probably not. That band's not good. Actually, they're chill. Um. Wild sentence. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Johnny comes out, uh. You know, and also, like, the belt had been used as a weapon at this point is, like, in the ring. Yeah. Um, Johnny takes the belt from Champ and holds it back from him, which at first was kind of like, oh, is he, like, saying, like, no, you got to win it legit, you know? Yeah. Then hits him with it. Yeah. Like, uh, this is my belt. John, yeah, Johnny Turncoat. Johnny hit him with the belt. And I popped so hard because I always talk about how fucking much of a dork Gargano is. Um... But him as a heel, I'm excited to see it. We saw parts of it. We saw, we saw, we legit saw it for that one uh, takeover where suddenly his logo was Venom, um, <laughs> and nerd. Candace uh, had dark hair for one week. <laughs> was literally a heel in an interview for one week because Johnny was. Yeah. Um, had just a dark colored crop top on and had dark hair. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really just excited to see the future of. Um, this was like the first big build to what the future holds for them. And might not be the exit either. Nope. 
there's a Starbucks right up the exit. Okay. Whoops, there's three exits to Hood River, apparently. Oh. They're all businesses. Yeah. Hi, Session Brewing. Any of you like some Session Loggers? Well, shit. Yeah, do it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Adam Cole retained the championship by the, the skin of his teeth and some help from Johnny Wrestling. Yeah. Um, it'll be fun to see who who challenges him next. I like your theory. Uh, yeah, that, you know, there's, so there's a couple things they could do. You know, as said, like Finn Balor could go after it. Um, uh, Champa could somehow get back into it, but I think that he and Johnny are going to have the one last match they never got Yeah. Um, when he got hurt um, at the next at the next takeover. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be Dream, probably. Because yeah. that's like, imagine the babyface pop for Dream winning that, that title off Adam Cole. I see it. I yeah. See it. Yeah. Yeah. We've made it now. <laughs> We're on the right exit now, Hell guys. Yeah. I don't have my navigation. I'm Recording this for your sorry asses. Yeah. Oh, yo, uh, were we not talking about the wrestling parts? Yeah. Um, it was, all in all, TakeOver was great. you have any thoughts, Mira? I liked Adam Cole. <laughs> you Adam liked Cole. Adam Cole this time? Adam Cole. He's the long hair one, not the beard one. He... I know who he is. Okay. He's cool. I don't know, I'm starting to see the awesome, and he deserves it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I also feel bad for... <laughs> his child. And he's got... Trump also has really great abs. He does. He does. Yeah, he's, he's Kratos. <laughs> Basically. He's fit yeah. Kratos. Like, super just trim Kratos. Yeah. But also jacked. Like, he's just... Jacked. He's both he's jacked, jacked and trim. cut. And it's terrifying. After this, he'll oh no! Bridge. He will. <laughs> he he's the more and more he falls into, uh, like losing his mind over losing stuff. His beard gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah, he used to have it. His beard used to be trim. Go watch some old DIY matches yeah. when he and Johnny were a tag team. And on that, you know, mental health care. Yeah. Know, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, we met uh. Roberto from Los Ringo Bernables. He's cool. Uh, Drew, Bryson, fuck off. Um, you're losers. Um, Drew also, literally plays with yo-yos all day. Like a fucking dork. And goes to school cool. like a fucking dork. Um, I also met, I'm so sorry, I can remember your Instagram handle, not your name right now, but it's cdigi on Instagram and you interact with us and from Boise. I'm, Shout out. I'm, I'm the worst with names. It's not on you that I'm not remembering. Um, uh, your name. I'm the worst of names. But yeah, that's super rad. Meeting you in, in the concourse. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a bunch of friends. Casey, uh, Matt, and Jimmy. I, I, I went to Jimmy. I didn't get to say hi to Matt, and then Aww. things were busy afterwards. Yeah. But we um, live in the same city. I'll see you that's guys. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. We went to Canes. We got Canes. Zach got Canes for the first time. It was good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's our show. It's not our show. You're going to hear Matt oh, yeah. and Isai. I don't know how Isai is going to edit this together. Um, but uh, thanks for listening. And Russell Boys 316 says, drive safe and pull in the work. Sorry for-